back to the podcast. Today I have with me my, my good friend Michaelin Smith. Michaelin, thanks for uh, thanks for taking some time out of this beautiful Saturday afternoon, two seventeen p.m. To, <laughs> to join me. Nothing else I would rather be doing at two seventeen p.m. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess my first question is just, how's your week been? It's been good. Um, I took three tests like the week before, so mm. this week was super chill. Yeah. But I've been waiting to hear back from companies, so mm. it's kind of overwhelmed with stress, so I didn't do as much as I should have done on yeah. this free week, and now I'm behind <laughs> in school, but it'll be fine. Are you still applying right now, or are you just waiting to hear back? I'm waiting to hear back from a company I really want, but mm-hmm. I've started like, so this week I didn't apply to any jobs, but mm-hmm. I think like this weekend, like today and tomorrow, I'm going to start applying tomorrow. Yeah. That job grind is hard. <laughs> it sucks. But it's so scary. Hopefully it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you're majoring in psychology. I was just curious what made you want to go down that path. Um, so whenever I was in high school, I took an... AP psych class. I really enjoyed it and I knew that I was passionate about people. That was mm-hmm. the only thing I knew I really wanted to like have a career in mm-hmm. whenever I got like out of college. So I chose it on a whim because I knew I wasn't a math person, knew I wasn't a science person, um, just a people person. So mm-hmm. I did psychology and then in college I fell in love like more with the major. Yeah. What are some like your favorite classes? I feel like you guys take some interesting classes. Definitely personality psych was one of my favorites. My prof actually had like worked in like the juvenile system, and mm. she um, was the person who like decided if people were like criminally insane wow. in like court. So she would tell us some like super crazy stories. Yeah. So really loved that class. Um, psych of Women, mm-hmm. Pamela Edens. If you know her, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Eden. Who's she that? rocks. Um, she's just a super popular psych prof. Okay. Um, so, Psych of Women was really awesome, and she mm. would just, like, we just talk about stuff that you really normally wouldn't talk about in a classroom, and <laughs> she just, like, wouldn't care. Yeah. She just wanted us all to, like, be free to be able to talk about whatever we wanted, so yeah. that was class was really fun. That's awesome. And, like, every, every single year you've, like, gone through, like, a year or more of psychology, um, you've never felt yourself, like, oh, this is not interesting to me, or, No. No, just because psychology is so different, and, like, every single class is so mm-hmm. different. And I kind of decided late I wanted to go more of, like, a business route. So mm-hmm. I've been taking like I've taken organizational psychology, and now mm-hmm. I'm in personnel psychology. So I'm really starting to get more interested in the classes I'm taking because yeah. they're more pertained to, like, what I want to do mm-hmm. outside of college. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. I know a lot of people, and especially, like, engineering majors are so quick to write off, like, anything <laughs> to do with psychology. And they're like, oh, that's so pointless. Like, no one needs it. And then you realize that these engineers need to learn how to communicate better. <laughs> and they need to learn how to, like, work on a team or be able to read other people and not just think about themselves and pitch their own ideas without considering other people's, like, feelings or, I don't know, just, like, how to be a good team player. And I think as you're growing up, you, you have this perception of, oh, like, maybe engineering or doctors or, like, scientists or whatever, like, only impactful, like, role you can go into – but psychology is one of those like underappreciated things I feel and also things that a lot of people don't realize until something bad happens. So like you don't realize how important it is until you have 
you're paired up with somebody like a teammate who is just really mean to you and you're like why are you like this or why can't we communicate better and that's when it becomes a problem or that's when people realize it so yeah props to you (laughs) thank you yeah what made you want to do like the business side of things as opposed to something else um, so I started off and I wanted to be a counselor and then I realized how emotionally draining it was <laughs> and I couldn't even deal with my own problems and I don't know how I was supposed to deal with other people's problems, Yeah. but I liked the idea of like team development and being there mm-hmm. on the business side of things <clears throat> to help motivate people and like mm-hmm. teach them leadership and mm-hmm. how to work together in teams and that stuff is really, like that teamwork aspect is really what drew me to the business side. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, being, a, I've never, like, gone to a therapist before, like, seen a counselor, even though there have been times that, like, I definitely have considered it, <laughs> but I just can't imagine, like, how, like you said, emotionally taxing that is, and being able to, like, separate somebody else coming to you, and, like, yeah, not absolutely. their, like, problems, but, like, things that they're going through, and just keep it separate from your own life. Like, if I knew yeah. somebody was, like, hurting, and I, like, had a personal connection with them, it's it so would just hard. eat me away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. So, hopefully this whole, like, job searching thing works out. I really... I hope so. But, yeah, um, I guess something else I wanted to ask you, too, was, um... Like, besides psychology, if you had to choose something else, like, what would it be? Like, major-wise? Or I guess, like, career-wise, too. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess this is, I mean, I could do, like, I can do anything with psychology, <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of hard to, like, pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the idea of, like, nonprofits and, like, mm-hmm. eventually, like, being able to, like, being an entrepreneur and open my own like nonprofit yeah. or something in that sector. Mm-hmm. Obviously I could go nonprofit work being psychology, but probably mm-hmm. just like majoring in it and getting to know more like the really mm-hmm. hardcore business side mm-hmm. of it all. Yeah. Just be a psychology is the people side and not really mm-hmm. like the other side. So mm-hmm. definitely nonprofit, but I've also looked into like event coordinating too. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be like, what is that? Like, is it just planning events or I don't understand yeah, so there's a lot of, like, different realms you can take. So I've looked at, like, marketing, like, event coordinator. So you would go to, like, maybe, like, a mall and you would, like, distribute, like, products. Or you'd be like, hey, like, try this. Like, yeah. this is awesome. And, like, set up that event to get, like, that product more attention. Yeah. Um, but also on the other side of things, there's, like, wedding coordinators. Like, mm. you can, like, plan, like, the entire event for that. Yeah. Um so definitely event planning and nonprofit or like honestly for like nonprofits too you can plan an event like yeah. how like um like a like dog like adoption centers have like puppies in the park or like something yeah. like that. I just think it's really cool to yeah. be have that creative ability to draw people in and like yeah. really get their attention on something. Yeah. That sounds awesome. This isn't like psychology related, but are you still in that wine tasting class or did you <laughs> yeah. Okay, so can you tell me more about that class? Um, so wine tasting is super fun. Um, 
We learn a lot. It's kind of hard because I don't pay attention because I'm really just there to try to whine. <laughs> I think most people. <laughs> um, but we actually learn a lot of stuff and it's cool. And I take notes and I probably look back at them one of these days. <laughs> I like telling my mom like the things we learned. Wait, what? She... Like notes? Because I think they teach you guys like science stuff about it too, right? Yeah, so we learned about the whole, like, grape growing process and, like, what grapes are in certain wines and, like, the alcohol content and, like, what... There's, like, different, like, types of wines. Like, wow, I'm really going into, like, my... (laughs) like, going into class mode, but, like, (laughs) table wines or, like, port wines and just, like, knowing that there's so much that goes into, like, a single bottle. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, like, a cheap barefoot kind of girl and it's interesting to know that, like, so much goes into other wines and I really should, like, try more... Mm -hmm. But so each class now we get to sample two wines. Um, it's really fun. You like check for like color and like the thickness and like mm-hmm. this. You smell it and then you like talk about like what you taste. I never <laughs> taste the right thing. It's like literally embarrassing. Wait, what do you mean the right like? Like so, it'll be like our prof will be like smell or taste the wine, and so we'll taste it, and he'll be like, "What do you taste?" And I'll be like, "Oh, it tastes like bananas," and he'll be like actually like a maple syrup <laughs> type of wine so i'm like completely wrong i don't have a lot of taste buds apparently we talked about taste buds too really? i think i'm lacking <laughs> in all of them um yeah the other day i gave the two wines we tried to straight up zero mm. <laughs> both of them because yeah. i just couldn't so we haven't tasted very good wines but we taste some like super expensive ones that like i would never be able to afford because there's a lot of people in that class too like how many bottles per class do you guys go through i think he said something like 50 per class no maybe not oh my god no maybe not maybe just because we get like you get like a jello shot container of wine okay so it's not too but there's like 250 people in the class yeah so i would say maybe 20 maybe 20 bottles it depends on what the bottles look like, too. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. 50 was a little out there. <laughs> What's, like, something you learned about that class about, like, wine that you didn't know before? Like, you just give me, like, a little nugget of wisdom. I, I don't know much about wine, too. I just know I went to Spain, like, in like mm-hmm. in January last year, and I had red wine, and that was, <laughs> that was enough for me. <laughs> like, two sips, and I'm good. Um... Okay. Probably mm-hmm. that like wine in America is categorized by the grape. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like Merlot or Sauvignon Blanc, but like in France it's like district or like by like the region oh. it's in. So like like one region is like specific for like champagne. Yeah. Or like so it's just like how it's like laid out like on the bottle. Mm-hmm. It's just like they know what type of wine it is, like by the region. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, we know it by something different. And I think that's right, Loki, if you're in wine tasting and you're listening to this, (laughs) and I'm totally wrong, I don't pay attention. (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, um, when we went out to uh, First Friday, and I told you, like, we met this woman named Lisa, we were just talking about, like, different beers. And, I mean, as a college student, your beer choices are really limited, uh, you got like Bud Light, and, like Miller and Coors, and I don't really know much else. <laughs> and I remember I was talking with her because she has this whole beer collection. And I was like, you know what? I'm not really a beer person. And she's like, all right, well, most college people have like crappy beer taste and, and they only drink like these beers. And she listed all of them and they're all beers that I knew. <laughs> and then she showed me like a picture of all of her like entire like beer cabinet. 
And I was like, I don't recognize any of these names. Like, <laughs> is this what it's like to be grown up that you just don't mess with any of these like cheap stuff anymore? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure like wine is like the same way too. I don't know. When I'm looking at wine, I don't really look at what I'm buying. I, I, I kind of just look at like the design of like the <laughs> logo <laughs> yeah. on the bottle. So I'm probably going to take that class sometime soon. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely fun. I would recommend it, like, mm-hmm. non-COVID because apparently you would like, pour your own whenever it's, like, non-COVID. Wait, it's what easy. did you know? You don't like, pour. yeah, you pick up, like, your little shot glasses. Oh, it's already, already pre-poured, it? yeah. Oh, I feel bad for whoever has to pour all of that. Yeah, so it's already distributed. You, like, pick it up, and then you, like, pour it in your own wine glass, like, okay. the two little, like, shot sizes. Yeah. But before, I think they either had, like, bottles on tables or, like, just a lot more access to yeah. it because you it wasn't, like, worried about cross-contamination back then and everything. So hopefully next semester or the semester after that, it'll be... Like normal. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys don't get food, right? It's just wine? No, I think maybe like another like when we move on to like a different topic, we might get food. We might do like food and wine pairings, but we don't get food every single time we get wine, which is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome though. That sounds like a fun class. Um so let's talk about let's talk about fish cam because that's kind of what brought us together. Oh yes it did. did. (laughs) So for those people who don't know, Michaelin and I met through fish camp. We <laughs> met last year in the fall. I reached out to her, sent her some, not generic text, but I was just like, <laughs> it almost felt like I was shooting my shot. It felt so weird. <laughs> I hadn't done that. And she agreed to get food with me. And I think we went to Torre Fuego. I picked you up from your house. Mm-hmm. So you could break the ice so in break the car. The ice. <laughs> yeah, my, my whole strategy was I am going to do that so when we meet at Fuego... It's not going to be the first time we meet. We can break the ice. We can have all the small talk in the car. And then when we get inside, then like we're a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> and she was like, great. Like, I'll, you can pick me up, whatever. And I was like, sure. And, um, yeah, so kind of tell me about, um, I guess, your, like, journey through camp, like, through the years, how you've changed. Oh, through the years. Um... We'll start with that, yeah. Okay, so I was a freshman in Session C Blue Camp Hog mm-hmm. um, before fish camp. I was a, I'm very much a homebody. I really love my family, and I always spend a ton of time at home. I was really scared about going to A&M because I literally never left my house to do anything back in high school, and I didn't know how I was going to leave like two hours from my family. Yeah. Um, and I went to fish camp. And I was always super shy in high school. Like, I never talked first or never spoke up. And at fish camp, I saw myself doing all those things and, like, really wanting to, like, make the people around me comfortable and, like, show them that, like, they could really find, like, a future here. Trying to, like, I was convincing myself at the same time I was trying to convince other people. And then I got home and my parents, like, told me that I was a completely different person. Like, I I was so ready to be in college and, like, all the stuff that my... My DG parents and counselors had told me about, like, A&M. I just thought it was the perfect place for me. And then I got here, and I think because of that experience, I fell in love. And obviously, I wanted to give back to Fish Camp like it had given to me. Yeah. So that was a first year in Session G Purple, Camp Cantrell. Um, love Camp Cantrell. They were awesome. That is where I really learned to come out of my shell because I didn't think I could do all those counselor things I saw as yeah. a freshman because I just wasn't like that. I was like, I'm never getting on stage. Really? I'm like never yelling like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I did. I was <laughs> terrified. I think I literally peed my pants before I did David Blaine <laughs> my first year. But mm-hmm. um, 
definitely Cantrell poured a lot into me and they told me to just be myself and that like I was writing my first like skit or I was writing my first like skit script and I wrote it and my guy chair Ryan was like this isn't you like you're so funny like make this like more you and I was like oh my gosh like I can totally (laughs) write this however I want and like what I think is funny I can do because it's me writing it like no one has to care and so I wrote the century tree skit all about ofos which was like my favorite (laughs) joke back in the day i loved ofos so i literally wrote all about it um so cantrell gave me a lot and then i was session g purple camp rana as a second year and camp rana really changed my life Mm -hmm. taught me how to love people endlessly um Mm -hmm. I really found my group and felt like I belonged and like knew what it was like to pour into others and really yeah. wanted to give like the first years the same experience yeah, like I had. Own, kind of leadership role at that point. Yeah, definitely. And it was so like, it was so awesome to kind of see like the transformation like I had made in first years and like really getting to see like them open up or them love camp more just be the second year I like poured into them. So it was a really cool viewpoint to have. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously met my boyfriend yeah, in Camp Rana, yes, and he has been, I'm not going to say the best gift of Camp Rana because my kids were, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> because our DG kids are absolutely perfect and yeah. I love them, also my Cantrell kids, <laughs> um, but our, we were DG partners actually, and so our DG had more love than they could ever have, and we still all communicate now, Um very much a family, which I loved, and I hope people could, like, model after and really see how we were with our freshmen and that they could do the same with theirs. Um, so, Ron and Gabe definitely gave me that sense of family and, like, how to pour in to each other to create those bonds. Yeah. Um, and then last year, I was a chair <laughs> with my awesome partner, Victor, mm-hmm. Session F Yellow, Camp Jackson, um... So, obviously, me and you had almost the exact same camp vision. Yeah. We just wanted a camp built on love and wanted to show our counselors how to be in, like, mm-hmm. in that loving relationship by, of course, our partnership and, like, mm-hmm. trickling down to them and their partnerships and eventually their freshmen. Mm-hmm. And I think we achieved that through this. Yeah. We never expected a pandemic to happen, <laughs> and it was the hardest thing yeah. that I think that we've ever had to deal with. Mm-hmm. But, um our counselors are perfect in the entire experience, even though it wasn't the chair experience I had dreamed about since I was a mm-hmm. freshman. It was one that like no one else is ever going to have. Yeah. And the fact that we were able to do that in a time where no one else has done it before yeah, was amazing. So mm-hmm. Cam Jackson showed me resilience and how mm-hmm. love can really get you through anything. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with people you had, like we started those relationships on zoom and like yeah. we built that like, those connections and the fact that it's still like we're still so close and like mm-hmm. like our freshmen feel loved like mm-hmm. we did it and so yeah. that was my fish camp journey and it has made me into the person i am today there you go yeah no i i remember i think when i first got you um obviously people like people just hear like word of mouth and i remember like sporkin coming up to me and obviously seabass <laughs> Um, and Kyle Beck found out, I think through, um, Connor and uh-huh. like Nathan told him and all of them had very like similar things to say about you. And it was basically like, McKaylin's probably one of the 
few people who are like doing this for the right reasons besides <laughs> you. Like she's one of the few people I know personally. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you couldn't have asked for like a better partner who could have like, like, you guys just are so alike. And like, they knew me really well too. So they're mm-hmm. like, I could not have done well with somebody who would like only say like the right things, but not actually do it. Yeah. And I was really glad to have you. <laughs> that was fun. We went through a lot of stuff. Though. We went through so much. I, I think going i mean we can we can start all the way back to like <laughs> review oh my lord which was which wow. was definitely an interesting time and probably honestly it was probably the hardest period of college for me because you're about ba- like everything's in person at that point yeah so. you didn't sleep you didn't yeah <laughs> no you all... did i slept you didn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um you have all your school like obligations too mm-hmm. you have other organization obligations and yeah, like I said, everything in person, which makes it kind of difficult. I mean, it's fun to have in person, but at the same time, like, when you have things on Zoom, it's easier to, like, not pay attention or, like, yeah. just do something else in the background. But when you're having meetings in person, you have to be present at every single one of them. Yeah. And it was it was quite the ride, you know? <laughs> like, I don't think I'll ever have a point in my life where I have to read all of these things in a certain amount of time. And I pray to ju- God I don't. <laughs> juggle all of these things. But, um, yeah, I guess... For you, um, cause you were you were actually beating me in apps for a little bit. The you, day you, one when I read fourteen and you read zero. <laughs> I read like three and I was proud of myself. Um, oh, it took me like a full day to read fourteen. I wanted to ask, like, how how was that time for you, and like, how was it trying to balance? Like, I have this like role I need to like fulfill, but mm-hmm. I also need to make sure I'm doing fine too. Yeah, it was definitely really hard. Um, obviously, I knew that at the end it was going to be worth it. Like the mm-hmm. fact that we were taking all this time to really find the counselors that like fulfilled our vision. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it was also frustrating because I'm usually a really fast reader, and mm-hmm. like I would read an app and then I would forget what I was reading and have to like reread it. <laughs> or I remember the one time I read like five apps in 30 minutes I like texted all of our session and I was like holy cow like yeah, I just did I it that. I read five apps in 30 <laughs> minutes and if you like think about that ratio you're supposed to read 50 apps in a day and mm. I was reading five in 30 minutes like <laughs> I can't even do like the math was horrible like mm. it wasn't possible for me to like finish all the apps <laughs> yeah. um so eventually like I got in a groove and like of course as it gets closer and like I had a test week and I think I had three tests in one week and I just remember it was like I'm just gonna wing it and like hope that I can recover yeah from this and actually that was probably the best I did that week is I was just like just I'd paid attention in class this is really all I have to rely on is what I've done in class because I have no time outside to like study or do anything um so once I passed that test week I really had to make up for all the time I had lost Mm -hmm. um but then at the end it just gets so exciting because you can see it and there's apps that you love and Uh you're like holy like holy cow, this could be my person that, like, I get to pour into. And you're yeah. learning so much from other people's apps and what they're writing. Yeah. Um, so that part I loved. I just love getting to hear people's stories and, like, yeah. the apps that are really, like, written really great. It's just so cool to read. Um, so definitely really hard, and it was hard just because, <laughs> like, Obviously, I wanted you to like do well and read all of them, but yeah. it would be like discouraging to me whenever we re- we would read apps for two hours and you would read like three hundred and I would read like fifty, and it was just like why like why can't I do that? And like yeah. obviously you were reading them the same way I was yeah. and like still making those good like comments, yeah. and so I just like had to learn to not like compare myself uh. to others and just like I'm doing it at my pace. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so really hard, but. 
We were, I think we were the first color in our session to finish, though. Oh, yeah. We definitely were. You were the first girl to finish, right? I think I think I might have been second. Second. But I, we were definitely the first partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> that was fun. Um, but it was also cool, too, because, like, once you pick them, like, obviously they don't know who we are, but we feel like we know them already. Oh, yeah. You know, like, we read their interview comments, and then we read their essays, and mm-hmm. you just feel like you already know somebody, and you're like... You might not know, like, anything about me, but I can tell you, like, we're going to get along already. Yeah. And it was just so cool, um, like, when we all got to meet them. But during Rev Night, I wasn't there. Oh, goodness and, uh, gracious. You, you were kind of soloing that. So kind of, what was that like? And <sighs> first, walk me through, like, before, like, you even met them for the first time. Like, I, I was so jealous that you were able to, like, experience that and, like, walk yeah. in and see all their reactions. <laughs> like, how was that? Um... It was awesome. So we got to read and you could like see all the counselors showing up mm-hmm. and like I hadn't done as much talking as you had, obviously, <laughs> but I'd like known the people I'd met. Like yeah. I saw John walking in with a huge cone on his head and I was like, did oh. You, did you greet any of them? No. Yeah. I think I might have said something to Rafa. Okay. But I don't think I knew it was him at the time. Yeah. Or I don't know. There was one of them that I think I said hi to and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's mine. Um <laughs> Oh, I think I saw Tristan, because Tristan had talked to us at the chair meeting, yeah, and so I knew who he was. Um, so I saw John walking with this huge cone on his head, and I was like, oh, well, that's one of mine. <laughs> so it was just really fun to watch them, and then we got to, like, sit up top while they did the whole, like, session color, like, yeah. and I just thought about whenever I had sat in those seats mm. before, Could and I'd done that. Could you see them from your seats? No, I couldn't. Okay. They were, like, right under. Okay. Um, but it was, like, really sad watching all these partnerships, like, talk and, like, video, oh, like, the things, God. and I was, like, so <laughs> unbelievably nervous, and, like... We had done everything together. It was like the one most important night thus far at fish camp. And I was by myself. And I was a wreck. And I literally was like, I'm sweating. I'm going to like pee myself. It's going to be embarrassing. No one's going to be here to help me. Mm-hmm. And um, so my plan, obviously, they were all coming to my house after. And so I had to add them all to the group me. Mm-hmm. And so I had put I put a sun by each of their names because I feel like that was like my Maybe camp emoji yeah. that I wanted to like mm-hmm. really pour into Camp Jackson. So everyone has a sun by their name. And so... I'm, like, waiting down there, and they release us to see our camp. And ours, like, camp is, like, right the last row. So it's, like, right whenever I walk out of the doors. And so I'm, like, oh, my God, hi. And so all the people on, like, this side can see me. And I'm, like, trying to – I was going to give everyone a hug, but it was impossible. I could not, like (laughs) – Literally, and I, there was people in the rows in front of them, so I was trying to talk to all of them, oh, being only funny. on one side. And yeah. so if you were there, you could have talked to the other side, or at least like, like relayed what you were saying. Tried, yes. So then I saw Connor Core, who's our third year. Mm-hmm. He was so that video. Do you remember that video? Of, <laughs> he was so happy. the most the happiest <laughs> he ever was in his life to see me was that first day. Ever since then, he wasn't very happy to see me. But that's just an inside joke. <laughs> Um, so I'm trying to add people to the group me and it's only letting me add like five names and like the rest of my, like the names aren't popping up. And so I hadn't like tried it before because I didn't want to mess up and add them to the group me like before anything Mm -hmm. happened. So of course the panic starts to set in and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I knew I couldn't do this by myself. (laughs) I'm not going to get all these like 24 people in my house. Like Uh Victor's going to hate me. We're going to lose half of them (laughs) before we even get there. And so I look at Connor. I was like, Connor, you're my third year. Like you're my rock. I need help. And he was like, what? (laughs) So I was like, oh no. And then Bryce looked at my phone and he was like, you can do a QR code and have everyone scan it and get in the group me. And so, thank goodness, like, Bryce had a moment of clarity because <laughs> I did not know anything. So, everyone passed my phone up and down. 
And so every other camps are leaving. And oh, we yeah. have not even figured out the situation. <laughs> and I was like, I can't let all these random people go. I don't know how they're getting there. Like, I already yeah. felt like a mom. Like, I was like, how are they all getting to my house yeah. safely? Um, and so then we all start walking out together. And I'm like, does everybody have a ride? I was like, second years, please make sure all the first years have a ride. Like, yeah. partner up. And so I talked to John because I met him at Grub. And I was like, hi, like, are you taking? He's like, yeah, I'm taking, like, four people. I'm yeah, going to get food. As you should. Because <laughs> we decided, like, for them to get food before they came mm-hmm. to my house. And so I'm like walking out and I like, get to talk to them. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for like being so stressed. Like yeah. at that time, they're like, no, like you're fine. Like I thought that I was like a hot mess uh-huh. coming out there. And I was like, that's our first impression of me. Um, and so then we get to the house and people are taking forever with their food. Oh, yeah. Wandering there. Uh-huh. Um, and what are you doing like in this time? Like are people just sitting down and talking to each other? Or like what are you doing too? Yeah. And so our namesake, Carolyn Jackson, showed up and. She was super talkative and very helpful yeah. at the time. So, like, the counselors, like, love getting to meet her. And mm-hmm. so she was talking to a lot of them. Um, second years did a great job of talking to first years. And mm-hmm. I was stapling Rev Night packets together <laughs> because we hadn't done that yet. Yeah. And so I think, like, me, Connor, and Bryce were, like, doing that. Or, Bryce. Yeah, Bryce was, like, yeah. one of the first ones there. And so then we were all trying to, like, staple these packets together. And I was, like, not talking to counselors. So I was trying to do other stuff yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. get, like, our lives together. Um, they're like dang she's just she is a mess she's, yeah. she's doing the most and so then I was like oh my god like Victor's coming like I promise like we're so much better together like <laughs> <laughs> like we will be together whenever yeah. he gets here mm-hmm. and so everyone's like where's Victor I was like coming soon hopefully I was like god stop literally that entire time during my test like I could not think about anything I was just oh, like I'm sure. I was like I don't even care if I fail which I did <laughs> I am I'm just gonna finish as soon as possible yeah literally as soon as I finished rant like I ran out of the building <laughs> I like walked out of the room so the professor like wasn't suspicious or whatever yeah I just bolted and <laughs> saw everyone get added and I was like oh gosh like it's happening not everyone not, only no. like <laughs> seven people I saw added. a good amount um can you give me your like best Bryce impression of what he said like when he was doing the he he talked about the QR thing and okay so obviously I looked like a like a mess I'm just trying to figure this out I was like I can't add everyone like what do I do yeah and Bryce is like I think there's a QR code like on your phone can you find it and I was like no and so I gave him my phone and mm-hmm. he like did it and he was like see if you just do like just do this you can start passing your phone around and yeah. so like I think he was one of the people or he added himself and then he mm-hmm. got in the group me and did the same thing so yeah. we had like a few phones like going around with the QR code. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't, like, it was just a very helpful, like, yeah. we didn't, like, really talk about it. He was just, like, give me your phone. Yeah. And then he was, like, I'm going to pass them. And I was, like, perfect. <laughs> I was, like, yeah. whatever third-year things Connor was supposed to do, Bryce just took over. <laughs> <laughs> just took over on that, that awesome. <laughs> And then, I mean, I know you and I felt this whenever, like, I got there, but we hadn't run over a PowerPoint. No. <laughs> not no. once. Um, not, like, I honestly don't even remember what I put on some of these slides. No, I think I blacked out. And um, I remember just looking at each other and we are just like, do we have anything else to add? <laughs> and this whole time, it's quiet and people are watching us. Mm-hmm. Just waiting for what's next. I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> I remember myself a couple years ago being the one just waiting for someone to say something. Yeah. And now people are waiting for me to say something. Uh-huh. And... That was just a huge, like, that was, like, when I was, like, oh, this is real. Yeah. People are, like, relying on us, and we, like, we kind of call the shots, mm-hmm. you know? It's kind of scary, but it was so much fun. And then our faces hurt from smiling. Oh, my gosh. We were sweating because it was so <laughs> hot in the house. 
Yeah, I think I threw the PowerPoint. We really didn't know, like, what was going on. But I think the fact that we were, like, laughing at each other. And we were just, like, transparent from day one. And we are like, we haven't practiced this before. Like, <laughs> like, this is our first time. And then we were already like, we love y'all. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, we're so excited. Yeah. Like, we, like, you did so good getting all the pictures of them and yeah. everything. And, like, they just realized, like, how much we'd already poured into them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so. I was, like, super nervous to give the presentation until I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I can do whatever. Yeah. Like, it's me. and Like, we're in charge. Like, yeah. we can do this however we want. There's yeah. no, like, professional way that we have to do this. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. I feel like they had the like, most, like, fun facts ever. Like, yeah. all their, like, I remember my fun facts were so stupid yeah, so every lame. time I did that. And, like, everyone did so great. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're already amazing. Like, yeah. they're already so cool. And then I remember, like, as the night went on and people started to leave, I was just like, oh, it's like, <laughs> like, we had another, we had, like, it was a Thursday, I think, when it happened. So we had, like, one more day before the whole spring break stuff happened, which we'll get to. <laughs> um, but I was just like, oh, this is so cute. Like, everyone seems to get along already. Yeah. Which I was, like, super happy about. And then, obviously, we had our, our Sarah Bell and Bitter and Rafa, the, <laughs> the <little> trio. <laughs> that was so funny. Well, that's um, but I was just like, it's just so funny because they weren't in any of the same like groups too. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were just all like, they're all in the same org, but they're not just like best, best friends. You know? Yeah. Which is cool. Um, oh, I also wanted to ask you too, like, what was it like getting to, like you interview people or you meet them in person, like at a, a banner or something mm-hmm. and then Rev Night, like you see them and you mm-hmm. get to pick them and you're like, yeah, like mm-hmm. you were always in the back of my mind since we picked you. Like what, what yeah. was that like? It was really fun because I feel like those people that we met kind mm-hmm. of, like, molded, mm-hmm. like, we found, like, the qualities we saw, like, in or we wanted in them, and we are like, wow, this is, like, the exact embodiment of what yeah. we want in a camp, and then, like, actually seeing them, and then thinking about the other counselors we're picking, it's like, oh my gosh, are they getting along with the person I met <clears throat> at the banner, yeah. or, like, at, and I think it gave us such a good basis for picking a cohesive camp, because mm-hmm. we already had those people that we wanted to, like... Yeah, we, like, met in person, too, which is, like, a big deal. Yeah. Um, so, just, like, seeing them at the house and, like, already having such high expectations for them because mm-hmm. you pick them based off the qualities you see. Yeah. And, like, seeing them do well is just, like, such validation <laughs> yeah. and such, like, you didn't worry about them. It was yeah. just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, like you're going to do your job. Yeah. And yeah. it was, like, even though, like, whenever you weren't there, it was, like, it's okay because I have these people that I've already met and I know are going to be great. Even yeah. though I maybe only had a 10-minute conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And it was just already having that, like blind like love and trust like mm-hmm. for them so it just made like me a lot more at ease like mm-hmm. and then eventually after I got to know everyone that night it was that feeling for everyone yeah but yeah definitely meeting them before just yeah. gave me a sense of like relief <laughs> and then spring break comes mm. and you know for the beginning of it where it's like it's chill you know it's a yeah. normal spring break but then as our spring break winds down and we're about to come back we get a message that says your life is about to be changed <laughs> for the good part of this next year. Yeah. And so, first of all, where were you at that point? Like, did you go on a spring break trip or? Um. No, actually, or my cousin from Pennsylvania was in town, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to go to the rodeo mm-hmm. that day. We were gonna see Cody Johnson. Oh. Um, so the day before, we were all sitting in the living room, and that day with the rodeo, the people who were actually at the rodeo got sent home. Oh, yeah. And so that was the day before we were supposed to go. Um, and so we saw that happening, and my little sister, she's like, we're not going, are we? Like, we can't go. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously people were, like, running out of, like, Reliant, and, like, they were yeah. just, like, had the, like, I think that's whenever, like, 
they were making all these like executive decisions were like mm-hmm. happening that day. Um, so the next day we were like all like super upset and we decided to like make a rodeo like in our backyard. Like oh. <laughs> Nathan like built this like wooden bull what? and we like lassoed it in the backyard. That's awesome. And like so basically from that day I knew that's what life was gonna be like. Yeah. Which is really sad. And I didn't really even have the idea of what it was going to look like for fish camp. But mm-hmm. I was like, if I can, like, if we can make a rodeo mm-hmm. in our backyard with five people. And, like, we put, like, a YouTube Cody Johnson concert up, <laughs> like, and watched it that night. Yeah. It was like, like, the world's going to, like, be changing, but we have to change, too, mm-hmm. with it. And so, and then, obviously, like, so that's what I was doing, like, that day that, like, yeah. guys, things were changing. I really only focused on, like, one thing at a time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I, I was, I think I was just at home, yeah. I, I just, I had been, we had been so busy with everything during school and, like, extracurriculars, that I just needed time on my own. Yeah. I remember coming back, and I wanted to stay in College Station, regardless of what was happening, mm-hmm. just because, like, I can't really focus at home, <laughs> but I remember just being shocked, because <clears throat> you go to these grocery stores, all the toilet paper's gone, like, mm-hmm. people are preparing for the worst, and I'm just, like, how long is this gonna last, you know? Yeah. And it ends up lasting for, like, it's still going on now, mm-hmm. it's a lot better, but still. Yeah. Um, and so, I think for me, I, I was just super worried about how it would affect, like, actually, no, I, I definitely, I was just worried about everything, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, fish camp related, I was really worried about how we were going to, like, be able to replicate how people have done it in the past. Yeah. And how we were able to get close with people. And not even just with fish camp, but just with, like, my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so used to seeing you guys on campus. Yeah. What's going to happen when some of you guys don't come back? Or some of you guys are just here, but we just can't see each other as easily as we would have been able to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, was expecting the worst, like, socially, but I didn't realize how bad it would be to the point where, like... I probably have not been able to see a lot of my friends for like a month or so. Yeah. And um, really interesting time. Obviously, um, fish camp really changed. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool, like from, I guess, our perspective, seeing like, like you said, people adjust to like the times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but meeting people on Zoom is not ideal. No. <laughs> it's just so different. Yeah. It just feels more exhausting too. Like... I don't know, being in front of a camera versus being in front of somebody else, I don't, I, I don't act a certain different way, but I feel like I just have to try a bit more. Yeah. Because you can't really read my body language through Zoom as opposed to in person. So mm-hmm. it was definitely, definitely an interesting time, but I'm glad we were able to get through it. And then uh, that was pretty much it. And then school was really weird because no, the pre- professors did not prepare for it. Yeah, classes kind of just took like a hard left turn. Yeah, um, but it was nice because a lot of them were a lot more lenient, and mm-hmm. pass fail was a thing too. Which was, <laughs> oh yeah, that was so clutch. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, but that was that was a good part of last year. I was our uh, was a big chunk of our junior year taken away. Oh yeah, spring so, semester. Mm-hmm. But um, then you come back in the fall, and um, this is your final year, so what are you kind of expecting as you come into your first semester of your senior year? Like, are you expecting to travel, like, in smaller groups, but still, like, do more fun things? Because, like, you have virtual school, you have that luxury of being able to go wherever. Like, mm-hmm. what did you want to do in the fall, or, like, mindset-wise coming in? Oh, uh, like, last semester? Yeah. Um... 
definitely yeah like for a while I really wanted to like get back to that like campus life and be able to like go to the MSC and hang out and see all those people but fall semester I kind of realized like that wasn't the times the no times one's on campus <laughs> yeah the times is being able to like pick up my laptop and go to a friend's house for class <laughs> yeah. or being able to like zoom together mm-hmm. or like do class from bed which mm-hmm. was now that like last year last semester we had the option of like going to class in person <laughs> and i was like why would i do that right? when i can just stay at home and do it um yeah. so definitely like the idea of like traveling like luckily a lot of people in my family got married so i got mm-hmm. to go to like a lot of different weddings yeah. um, and travel a lot yeah, it was, like, definitely, like, getting to go to, like, Austin or Dallas, and now having people older than us who, like, live in those cities, yeah. it's kind of cool, and we got really, I just kind of wanted a glimpse at what my life might look like yeah. after college if I decided to move to one of those cities I wasn't mm-hmm. really familiar with. Um, so we tried to do a lot. Definitely, I feel like I'm a person with, like, I'm friends with a lot of people just from a lot of different organizations and mm-hmm. knowing people, and I really kind of, like, my core friends mm-hmm. who, like, I've been friends with since freshman year and I've seen really became like my support group. And like, if we were always together and we were always like making sure that we were safe and like, Mm -hmm. that was the group I got to rely on. Um, and so a lot of my relationships really grew stronger during like this last semester, which I feel like if I was spread too thin, if it was a normal semester, I would have been talking to a ton of different people Mm -hmm. and like having to all do all these like social engagements. But Mm -hmm. now it was just, like, hanging out and having a good time, and, like, most of my time was spent, like, with those friends, and so I really got to decide to, like, pour into, like, certain people, and I got to put a lot more time into Legacies, and I got Littles, who I adore, and I haven't (laughs) had Littles in such a long time, so it was fun to kind of, like, prioritize, like, those, like, small group relationships, Mm -hmm. because, and, like, obviously, like, camp, we still weren't hanging out like all 26 of us, but like we go play spike ball or like yeah. those like small groups. And yeah. like that is just really like such a, like a refreshing, like yeah. hang out as opposed to not being able to hang out at all right. or like hanging out over zoom. So, mm. I mean, I really loved the idea of like all the small group interaction I got to have fall semester. And yeah. so I kind of like took that and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like friends you've like known since freshman year, why don't you tell me about Pfeiffer? Aww. how you guys met like why you guys <laughs> think you click so well and where you guys are right now um so pfeiffer first name is emily but her last name is pfeiffer and i <laughs> named her pfeiffer freshman year so i just stuck yeah that. yeah pfeiffer's so cute um so we were in assist together and we were actually committee sisters there was four of us it was me pfeiffer cassidy bryce and riley murray um and I, coming into freshman, I already told you I was super shy and, like, didn't really want to be there. But I got into assist because I loved service and I loved, like, being able to give back. So I got into assist. And then I met them. And Pfeiffer and Cassidy were very much, like, drop everything and let's go to Austin, <laughs> yeah. like, right now. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, we have to plan. We don't have any money. Like, where yeah. are we going to stay? And they're like, we're not going to, like, sleep. We're just going to drive there, hang out, drive back. And I just, like, and they'd be, like, let's, like, spend the night. And so we would, like, all, like, four of us literally would sleep in, like, one twin bed because mm-hmm. we just, like, didn't want to be apart. Yeah. And, like, I would have a test and they would, like, bring me candy or, like, bring me coffee. And I had really never had friends who, like, cared that much or mm-hmm. didn't do it to, like, make themselves feel good but just, mm-hmm. like, already knew that what was going on in my life mm-hmm. and, like, because they had spent so much time with me. And so they really, like, brought me out of my shell and, like, 
made me like want to be more spontaneous and do all these things and like realizing that like I don't want to miss out on life and so like Pfeiffer was literally an engineer and she had like she like went to Austin the night before like one of her like finals and yeah. she was like that sounds like her no yeah she was like I'm gonna remember this Austin trip more than I remember my final and yeah. so like literally like I learned that from her and it's like if I can do well in my classes, but, like, live that social life that I'm going to remember and it's what's going to make me, like, a better person, like, that's what I want to do. And so the fact that she was just such a hard major and, like, was able to have fun and not have, make, make any excuses ever, like, taught me that I really didn't have to make any excuses. Like, I could do these things. Yeah. Um, so sophomore year, I feel like it's kind of hard after flows because yeah. you're with each other all the time and then you're not. Yeah. Um, you have to learn what it's like to be someone's friend without like having to be in an organization. Yeah, exactly. And so she was on staff and I was a big, and so there was also like just a different dynamic there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to meet her kids, which I loved. And we also like talked about being like, she was an aunt to my fish camp kids. Yeah. And so like, I was an aunt to her assist kids. Yeah. And like, it was just so fun. Like watching her, like, being moms, like being like a DD <laughs> mom to my kid, and she uh-huh. was like her assist kids, and yeah. we kind of like grew up in that aspect, like uh-huh. being able to take care of like younger people. Uh-huh. Um, and so then I feel like junior year, we like really like rekindled that friendship and like found that healthy balance of like not hanging out all the time, but like uh-huh. really making time for each other and like um, doing those things. And as you know, like. She's one of the most selfless people I've, like, ever met, like, in my life. If I ever, like, had a favor or needed anything, like, I could text her and she would do it, like, five seconds ago. Like, before I even needed it done, like, she would have already done it. And um, she's just so loving and giving. And, like, during fish camp, we had a lot of problems, like, with hosting, like, things. Um, Like, we just didn't know, like, anything. Yeah, Yeah. and she would be, like, she'd be like, oh, you can have my house. Yeah. You can do it here. And I was like, what? Like, I'm not even, like, going to use my own house. And yeah. you're, like, letting me use yours. And she's like, yes, because, like, you deserve that. And, like, I love you and I love your camp. Yeah. And she didn't even, like, know y'all. Like, yeah. the fact that she can just, like, blindly love mm-hmm. things that I love is, like, what makes, like, a best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's amazing and awesome <laughs> and still all those things. Um, I definitely, like, look up to her and it's – we do this, like, cute little, like, hand thing whenever we see each other that we started freshman year. I feel like I've seen you guys see that. Yes, I know. Like, like I just call her Fifey, and, like, I'm, like, her, like, Mick, and I don't know. We're just, <laughs> it's really hard to understand, I guess, yeah. the kind of, like, way we communicate with each mm-hmm. other and do things, but it's just, like, been built on so much, like, memories and trust. So, yeah. if you're listening, love you, Fifey. <laughs> <laughs> so, you also nicknamed Fifey as well. Yes. There you go. Fife, Fife. Well, people call her Fife, but Fifey Fife is like the key. This the yeah. cuter version. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I also just wanted to ask you too about like your um your sister. Because I was just curious. Like, I've never met her in person. Yeah. But do you consider her like? exactly like you like personality wise or like what are the differences because i'm just picturing um, a mini you but like maybe a bit more uh like <laughs> feisty yeah. <laughs> yeah. no mallory's my best friend um i people think that if you like just meet us you'll probably mm-hmm. think that we're similar but it's really just like getting to know us um i'm very passive mm-hmm. like i don't like conflict mm-hmm. i kind of shy away like if people are being mean to me I kind of get like stepped on or I used to like whenever I wasn't friends with the right people 
But Mallory has always been the kind of person who will tell you straight up, like, how it is. And if someone's making her mad, she'll, like, say, hey, you're making me mad. Or, like, hey, what you're doing is stupid. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've really always needed that in my life because I'll be, like, I'll, like, complain about someone being, like, mad, like, sad to me. And she's, like, call them right now. Go do this right now. Like, you, like, deserve better than that. Or, like, Mm -hmm. she's being rude. And, like, I'd be, like, no, like, she didn't mean it. And she'll be, like, yes, she did. Like, (laughs) she's just very, like, real when it comes to, like, how people should be treated. Um, She also, like, has a really tough, like, outer shell. But, like, she's so loving. And, like, it's just so fun to, like, watch her grow. And I've definitely, like, lived my life trying to, like, give her stuff she can follow obviously she doesn't want to follow in my footsteps because she's very anti-a&m she thinks all the cowboys and <laughs> she, uh, horses State, right? yeah. yeah um but i've always wanted to do everything so that she could kind of follow and that i like i didn't want to make mistakes because i didn't want to give her like the excuse to make those and um i don't know it's been college has been hard on her i think it's been hard on both of us like being apart obviously whenever we're home it's a different dynamic mm. and now that we're all grown like it's fun to be like best friends with your family and i feel like that's just how it is like me and my sister and my mom could like get together and talk and hang out mm. and drink wine like yeah. forever and now we all watch the same tv shows and i literally want to like group <laughs> facetime them and like talk about what's going on yeah. um so we're definitely similar and like how we love and how we like mm-hmm. I feel like stick up for people she might be a little more like bold about it mm-hmm. but I'm more like <clears throat> like talk to someone and tell them how important they are and mm-hmm. she just like shows people's worth like different ways yeah. um, did you guys fight a lot when you were kids I feel like every siblings fight okay. a lot <laughs> definitely as girls yes mm-hmm. my sister wanted to play all the time and I just didn't. I just wasn't yeah. a very active kid, I guess. I don't know. She wanted to play Disney Scenic every freaking day of her life, and I hate Disney Scenic. <laughs> and she'd be like, she would just cry because I wouldn't play with her. And so, like, that, I guess I feel bad about that, but, like, I just, like, wasn't a kid who, like, wanted to play. Yeah. But this is, like, even, like, years ago, I still won't play with her. Like, yeah. even now, she'll want to play, and I still won't. <laughs> um, but it's definitely been better now that we're, like, into the same things, and, like... I feel like once you hit, like, 18, it's kind of just, like, all the same. Oh, yeah. Like, like you're you, the you same age. More mature, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we definitely fought, but it was nothing horrible. Like, we yeah. never, like, we might not talk for a day and, like, stalk around the house or stomp yeah. up the stairs. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I think we both know that we need each other yeah. more than, like, we need to fight. So, we do a lot better, I feel like, getting over things now and being able to talk about our feelings yeah i think like me too like having a sister we would fight a lot when we were growing up but i don't think we ever like would officially end a fight we were just one day we would fight and the next day i'd be like hey there's some leftover pizza on the table. <laughs> okay and then that's how you know like, you yeah. don't have to like say i'm sorry <laughs> you just say something else and it just like yeah you just get over it yeah. so I, I and i agree too like just once you hit, like, 18, and as you just get older, you just, you're able to have, like, more intelligent conversations with them, too. Like, mm-hmm. Talk to them about, like, things, and, like, they'll be able to understand it, you know? I feel yeah. like if it was, if you're talking to a high schooler, it'd be different, but, like, when you're in college and everyone's going through stuff, yeah. it's a lot easier to relate. But, yeah. Um, music. I know you're big, uh, you like, country. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? EDM? no (laughs) not edm um actually i don't know like i kind of listen to what other people listen to i'm a very big like 
like, oh, send me what you listen to, because I really have no preference, I don't listen to anything, um, country definitely, because I just feel like it's, like, feel good, <laughs> having, like, whenever I'm cleaning, I'm always listening to country, yeah. and, like, driving, or, like, on, like, um, at a pool or something, yeah, and for that classic rock, because my parents love classic rock, so I listen mm-hmm. to a lot at home, um, honestly, anything, mm-hmm. my sister likes rap a lot, so whenever I'm in the car with her, I used to, like, listen to a lot of rap, and, yeah. like, so, just honestly, people around me listen to a ton of different stuff, mm-hmm. like, um, what? a lot of people, like, freshman year listen to, like, alternative. Yeah. So, like, I got into alternative freshman year mm-hmm. of college, just because that's what everyone was listening yeah. to, so, kind of pretty much everyone's going through, yeah. is what I'm listening to. What's, like, if you had to do karaoke, what's, like, a song you'd know every single lyric to? Or, like, you would Jesus Take willing... the Wheel by Carrie mm-hmm. Underwood. It's a little bit more of a sad song. Yeah. Um, but there's lots of screaming in it. I also know Hallelujah by the Pentatonics. Yeah. It's so fun. It's like a... It's a bop. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... No one understands how much of a party song it is until you're just, like, screaming it. Yeah. Um, the Pitch Perfect 3 riff-off. <laughs> Me and my friend Jose can go so hard uh-huh. to that. Um. So, yeah, honestly, those three. I used to know every word to Love the Way You Lie by Eminem and Rihanna. I remember when we were uh, driving to <laughs> Dallas and on the way back, like, oh. we were just trying to wake, like, keep ourselves awake, and, and Tristan <laughs> and Emma were there, and we were just playing a bunch of songs. That song came on, and you, I felt like you knew every word. <laughs> I do. I definitely do. There's, like, a few words I'm like, no, 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 like, I'm checking. <laughs> like, I don't know exactly, uh-huh. but most of them, yeah, I do. Uh-huh. My, that's, like, my dad's, like, every time he meets one of my friends, he's, like, have you ever heard her sing, like, Love the Way You Lie? Like, he thinks it's so funny. <laughs> and, like, every time he, like, sees Nathan, although Nathan's been around for, like, a, almost, like, two, two years, years now. Yeah. He's, like, Nathan, have you ever seen her, just, like, sing Love the Way You Lie? He's, like, yes, every single time that she's, like, with us all. She always sings it. And my dad's, like, okay, good, good. <laughs> There you go, yeah. I don't know if this is true, but is does Logies have like karaoke on Tuesdays? Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-hmm. How does that even work? Because I've only like seen the Kukos like version of karaoke. Um, whenever I went, like one of the Tuesdays, I just I'm not usually there for karaoke. I just like end up showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like a little table, and this girl had like two microphones, and so I think you just told her like what song you want to play, and she like put the lyrics up on like every TV in there. And you just, like, walk around and oh, sing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and it's not as crowded as it normally is either, right? Well, I mean, I feel like usually, like, Olags goes on Tuesdays yeah. or, like, some, like, entire orgs go. Uh, but. Damn. I really want to experience that. I've been to Kukos, though, so I got yeah. something checked off. I've never been to Kukos. No karaoke. way. Yeah. It's so much fun. Like, <laughs> pre-COVID, too, it's, and I saw some videos of, like, like last week, too, there are a lot of people there. But mm-hmm. entire restaurant's crowded. Yeah. Most people aren't even there to, like, actually get food. It's usually just chips and, like, drinks. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two microphones as well. But you got the whole restaurant at your disposal. Yeah. Some people are going crazy, like, standing on tables. That's really fun. And singing. Um, but it's just a vibe. And then people walk around while they're singing. They hand the microphone off. It's just mm-hmm. it's just so much fun. So we got to get you to Kukos. Oh, yeah, for sure. Before you graduate. Um, is there anything that, like... Let's just, like, assume, like, let's just assume, like, after this semester you're going into the workforce, you're going to the real world and whatever. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you haven't really had the time for right now that once you graduate and go work that you want to spend some more time on? Um, that's kind of a hard question. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like I would like to get into more of a routine or like maybe like join a gym or like mm-hmm. do like classes. I know people do like spin like spin classes or like yoga mm-hmm. classes or like yeah. I think that would just be like a really cool way to like meet people but also like stay active. Yeah, and be part of that like have like that just like schedule and just because obviously when I'm working I'll have way more of like a like all this stuff planned and because like now it's just like I have class sometimes I attend class sometimes it's like I have things going on that. some nights of the week but uh-huh. like work I'll know my schedule exactly and so yeah. I can really like factor in like that time for me or like my breaks and like getting to do stuff so I'd really like to add that to my schedule once I have a schedule now yeah. it's just so hard because everything changes all the time yeah I just want to leave myself open to like do like mm-hmm. random things yeah so definitely that I feel like you can be a spike ball club oh yeah true <laughs> I can't let my skills die yeah. that'd be fun though. is it gonna be like weird if I'm playing spike ball when I'm like 23 years I don't know because like I've, I only know people in college who play I don't know like... I know it's if the older generation really knows what it is either. I know. I was like, I can't play spike ball whenever I get a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not. But, yeah, no, like, I'm working, like, full-time right now. And, honestly, one of the best things is just knowing that 40 hours of my week is already decided. Yeah. And I work from this time to this time every day. But after that, I have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, I'll go to the gym, like, cook and sleep at, like, 10. Which is, you know, I prefer to sleep later. But... Mm-hmm. You got work to do. But, like, weekends, it's so free. Like, yeah. I can do literally whatever. And I could definitely be a lot more productive. Usually in my free time, I'm just, like, laying down and, like, watching mm-hmm. TV. Um, but I think once I get into that full-time job mode, hopefully I can find something productive to keep me busy. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and you are ideally staying in Texas, or do you see yourself, like, maybe going out of the state for a little bit? No, definitely staying in Texas right now. Um if something, like, I would like my job maybe to, like, give me the opportunity to travel or, like, yeah. go on trips. Um, nothing for too long. Yeah, no. I definitely wouldn't mind, like, exploring new places. I just don't mm-hmm. think I want to live in any places or, like, a new state or somewhere, like, like super far away. Yeah. I'm thinking about moving to Dallas, which is already, like, yeah, really kinda, far yeah, from yeah. Houston. So, mm-hmm. I feel like that's honestly as far as I would go right yeah. now. Well, if you're busy, not busy this summer, I'm working in North Carolina. I know. Yeah. yeah. That'll be exciting. There's a lot of, I don't know what else, like, what is there to do much there? But I know there's a oh, lot, probably, actually. Probably, yeah. Um, but if you are bored, I'm sure plane tickets are going to be cheap anyways. You can just visit for a week or oh, that'd a be weekend so or something. That'd be yeah. pretty dope. But yeah, and then if you go to Dallas, I'll visit you and you, like, you better come yeah. down too. Yeah, like come down of course. for games or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you plan on being oh. one of those like after you graduate get those like season tickets or whatever. Yeah, I mean I would love to, hopefully. Maybe not well maybe this next year if we're freaking gonna finally gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> the year I leave is the year that the football program finally gets it together. Oh, I was there for the four build years. The building years, yeah. That's God. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, I mean last year was fun. I'm glad I got to go to a bowl game. I know, least. I was so jealous, like <laughs> Our bowl games are usually against, because I mean, because we're always average. We always play uh, like the weird Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake Forest. We literally played them two years in a row. And then the we play Belk like Bowl. North Carolina State. Yeah. And you know, we go to Miami, play North Carolina, UNC, experience Miami nightlife. 
You guys drove too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was a lot of bonding. I was about to say, because like when I lived in Florida and we drove from Texas to Florida, as soon as we got to like, you know how Florida's shaped like this? Uh-huh. As soon as we got to like this edge on the East Coast, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I can't even imagine having to go like no. seven hours south and you're like, I'm still in Florida. The rest, like, that is horrible. That's the worst stretch. As <laughs> once you head to Florida, you're like, yes, we're in Florida. And it's like, oh, we have six hours left in Florida. Or yeah. like, I think it might have been longer than that, Probably. honestly. Like, if you think you're like driving down the coast, no. You see no coast the entire time. It's just one highway. Yeah, but that looked like a lot of fun, so. It was a lot of fun. Well, I'm going to ask you a, quick, a few more questions, a couple of just quick ones. So, um, let's just, let's, let's put you in a scenario really quick. Oh, this is a quick question? Uh, <laughs> how about, uh, how about this? No, okay. you can go for it. Um, okay, so, I mean, this is really random, by the way. Okay. But if you just had to, like, pick one t-shirt to wear for the rest of college, what would you wear? <laughs> Honestly, probably the one I have on right now. <laughs> it's my Chucka t-shirt. Yeah. I got it from Jamaica whenever I went ziplining yeah. on my cruise. Um, and all the workers, like the whole like complex is owned by like the guy who owns Chucka Boots. So, is it just like a brand name? Yeah. Okay. But um, their like work motto is like, I think it's like... Play. It's time to play. It's time to play. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I like love. I fell in love with like Jamaica and the people, uh-huh. and like the shirt just reminds me of like all the workers there, and like yeah. what a great time it was, like getting to talk to them. Um, I literally remember this guy Omar. Like, like just I will always remember him. Like, yeah. just the guy who like clicked me into the zip line. But like, it was so fun <laughs> talking to him, uh-huh. and like this shirt I literally wear it all the time. Even my parents are like, "Where's your Chuck shirt? Where's like blah blah blah?" <laughs> yeah. And this is just, like the shirt. That's you know? awesome. Um, spike ball. How do you, how did you get so good at spike ball? What's the secret? Mm, um, in high school, I was friends with a group of guys. Well, I really much like, I'm a guy's girl. Like, I just yeah. love hanging out with guys anyways. Uh-huh. Um, so I hung out with them. We'd play like football and other stuff. And then whenever spike ball first came out, like one guy in the group, like bought a spike ball net mm-hmm. and it was just like so crazy because no one really owned them back yeah. then. So he was the only one. And so like. This group of guys, like, learned how to play, and I was like, I want to come, like, see what it's about, and, um, I started playing, and I was awful, and of course, like, when you're playing with, like, five guys, like, I was always the odd one out, and they're like, you can't play because you suck, and I was like, okay, that's rude, so I went and bought my own net, and because, since we only had one net in the friend group, if he couldn't show up, then they were like, oh, hey, McKaylin, can, like, you come play spike ball with us, because I had a net, so, then I finally learned how to play, and I'm super competitive, and so Mm. just, like... Not being good at the beginning, but being able to, like, oh, beat yeah. people after that is just super competitive. And it's a lot like volleyball. Yeah. Um, I didn't think so. Whenever you're playing volleyball, you don't think it's a lot like volleyball because, obviously, you're not, like, doing the same skills. But, like... I see some of the volleyball moves come out. Oh, yeah. I definitely play, like, a volleyball player. Um, But it's just so fun. And it's definitely, like, not enough, like, high energy to where I can't do it because I don't have a lot of stamina. But, yeah. like, I'm still able to, like, have chill. fun. It's pretty chill, yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, I, that's how I learned in high school, and, like, I still have my net, and I kind of brought it to, like, other people yeah. in college. I definitely enjoyed, like, whenever we play spike ball. It's just so much fun. Yeah. And, I don't know, it's a great way to break the ice with people, too. Uh-huh. You know? And so, I hope, um, I want to play spike ball, so I, I, the weather's been really nice. So. Yeah. That's great. I think we make a really good team, too. Oh, my God, we're the best. We kill everyone. I remember we did... 
<laughs> I remember we did this Mike Ball tournament and Bryce and Sarah wanted. <laughs> You're just like, hey. We didn't play for a reason. Because <laughs> we're the best in Camp Jackson. It was, it was so fun, though, but. Yeah, you always you always be hitting them hard. Like you don't even have like a like the the soft like hit. <laughs> Every time you hit it, you know we always know it's gonna go over our heads or something. Yeah, it's always a hundred miles per hour. Um, well, whenever I do soft hit, it's usually an accident. But no one <laughs> yeah, because you hit it so hard and you just miss it. I like, miss, you like yeah. fingertip it or something. Yeah, um, always a good time. What do you f- feel like has been your favorite like memory here at A and M? Oh my god. Or if Way you, could, if you how about this? If you could do like one from each year. Um. Freshman year, probably Shackathon. Mm, yeah. Because, when we were all in the uh, what was it, runner? Yeah. Yeah. And um, me. Pfeiffer and Cassidy said that we were gonna spend every single day and night in the shack. Which we did. Yeah. And um, it was just so, like, that was, like, just, like, right up my alley. Like, yeah. sleeping in the shack. And we literally brought, like, mattress toppers. Like, Cassidy used her moped. And we, like, mopeded them across campus. Like, from, like, her dorm at Hullabaloo. Yeah. Um, so that was just, I don't know. I love Shackathon. It was, like, the best way to grow, like, close to people. And we played spike ball there. And um, me and, like, my friend Zion were, like, always on a team. Because we were, like... Yeah the like, best girls and assist and so we were playing and like i think we either played like flip or form but like two guys like asked to play us and like everyone like went out came out and watched yeah. it was just like one game in the middle of the thing and yeah. it was like us versus them and it was such a close game and then like so then we ended up losing but then later some guy like came into our like shack and was like hey are the girls who are good at spike ball like in here and that was just like so <laughs> fun to be like uh-huh. to like, actually like, play well and like have yeah. another like top tier flow like yeah. come and ask for us like it was cool shackathon was great like everyone was so close to it. like they're all literally next to you could look in your window and see somebody else's like inside. yeah exactly um sophomore year probably gladiator dash um mm. we did it um my friend megan did it with us and yeah. we like me and pfeiffer promised her that we were gonna walk the whole time because we're like just not very athletic and we knew we were gonna walk. Um, and cold she's just, too, right? yeah, it was it was miserable. And like we had stayed up really late the night before, and so we woke up that morning at 6 a.m. and it was just a mess. Like, we were like, oh, we can't be doing this. Yeah. And then we went out anyways. And so we just like know we're not doing it for any reason besides to have fun yeah. and like really put ourselves through that pain. Mm-hmm. So like Megan was screaming at us the entire time because we weren't walking, we were like light jogging. <laughs> and so, like, she was just like refused to do anything. And so she did everything so slow and would like walk around the obstacles. And we'd be That's like, You so... have to try. Yeah. And then we got into Lake Bryan. And of course, like, you're drowning. And mm. like, the one army guys just look at you and laugh. And they're like, In the boat. And I'm like, yeah. No, seriously, come help us. Like, yeah. come tow us to shore. Oh, wait. So was this after, like, you got like soaked in mud? Or was this before? Like, this is mean? before you like okay. swim in Lake Bryan like twice or something. Okay. And so oh, you mean swim across? Yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. So you get in, and of course your tennis shoes are super yeah, heavy, and so you're say. just like, I'm not swimming. I'm basically just like trying to dog paddle, and you can't even touch the bottom. Like you're no. literally swimming. I I tried to touch the bottom one time, and I was like, wait, this is a lot deeper than I thought. No, and you like look at like I look at my friends, and like none of us are athletic, and just seeing all of them in the exact same position that <laughs> I'm in, it's like you're just laughing so hard, and of course mm-hmm. you can't swim when you're laughing, and like. I just remember my friend was like, we were running through the woods, and he's like, I feel like we're on the biggest loser. 
And I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. Literally, this is so true. <laughs> like, they literally are making us, like, they're putting us through this. We signed up for it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it was so fun. So I love that. Junior year, definitely getting camp, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Rev night was awesome. It was just so much stress going up to it and then mm-hmm. just meeting the counselors. And I remember, like, laying in bed that night and being like, it's, it's all gonna work out. <laughs> I was like, oh, there was no one who was a problem. There was yeah. like nothing that happened that was like bad. Like, yeah. it was just like, I'm so happy we mm-hmm. did it. Like, let's just go. Like, I've had the energy boost to like keep going and yeah. like really dive into like meeting them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my favorite memory from junior year. Mm-hmm. And then senior year, just so many. A lot of weddings I've been to. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I know. Especially in, like, the spring, I feel, right? No, we had two. I think you We had two, two this like fall that. and then one okay. in the spring. Just all blurs together. But those are all fun. Yeah, going to New Orleans was really fun with my family. Yeah. It was, like, me and Nathan, my sister and her boyfriend and my mm-hmm. parents. And so just, like, us six. And my grandparents, too. And so just, like, us, like, eight in a hotel room. It just feels like... It's just us. Like, mm-hmm. I just hope it's, like, us for, like, the long haul. Just, yeah. like, all eight of us, like, getting to do stuff. Um, so, so fun. Okay, that answers the question. Yeah. There you go. I have one more question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you have gone through a lot in college. Um, I was just curious, what was, like, a lesson you've learned during your time here that you'd want to keep with yourself for the rest of, like, time? So, like, something you'd want to remember, basically. Um, I'm trying to think. I've learned a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, like, I kind of, like, touched on this earlier, but, like, really, like, not, like, saying, like, just doing stuff and not, like, worrying about having class or, like, doing a test. Like, really trying to be, like, proactive and, like, pay attention in class so that, like, that time I, like, should spend studying, I can do something else. Yeah. And, like, really knowing that later I'm going to remember, like, the dinners I go to, like, the philanthropy events I attend, like, the work I get to do. Like, really, like, knowing that I'm not just doing stuff to do it, but, like, I'm doing stuff to learn from those experiences and, like, like, learning in the classroom is just as important as learning in real life, like, with people you, like, love and care about. Mm-hmm. So, definitely just, like, doing those real-life experiences. Yeah. All right, McKaylin. <laughs> Thank you so much again for doing this. Uh, really appreciate it. Glad we got you, Glad I got you on. <laughs> um, Thank you. But, yeah, uh, that concludes uh, this episode. I'll see you guys in our next one. Peace out.